Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Do you know what I feel like doing? So I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Game Break. And before we get into today's pod, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. So today, I wanted to go even further back in time to a console that is near and dear to my heart and really just started my passion in gaming and that is the Nintendo GameCube. Of course, when thinking about this console, games like Super Smash Bros. Melee, Mario Kart Double Dash, Pokemon Coliseum, and XD Gale of Darkness, y'all knew I wouldn't let those games go underappreciated, and even Pikmin form what I consider to be an all-time great lineup of games. But before really diving into the GameCube, we must venture back to the N64 to get a full understanding how this console came to be. Some of the choices made on the prior generation of consoles, like using top-loaded cartridges instead of CD-ROMs like the PS1 and Sega Saturn did have an impact on this console. Now, this choice alone came at a huge cost with Nintendo losing third-party support and close relationships they've held with other studios. Now, the CDs that other console makers used was able to hold 650 megabytes compared to the 64 on Nintendo's cartridges, which really limited devs in what they could achieve on that console. Towards the end of the N64's life cycle, its creators and developers looked back on their choice with regret and didn't want to make the same mistake twice. Now, let's fast forward to launch day of the GameCube, which was September 14th, 2001. Launch titles like Luigi's Mansion and Star Wars Rogue Squadron put this console's capabilities on full display. But a game like Super Monkey Ball put the controller and performance to the test, which ran at 60 FPS. And it was the first Sega game published for a Nintendo console, which was mind-blowing at the time. Speaking of Sega, they continue to publish games like Sonic. Sonic Adventure Battle 2, which again, in my eyes, is one of the greatest games of all time. This game expanded on what was a solid formula in Sonic Adventure, like adding quality of life improvements such as the Chow Garden and detailed textures. And let me tell you, I spent a copious amount of times raising my Chows and playing all those cool battle minigames and the racing minigames. Now, speaking of Sonic Adventure, a port of that game crossed over to the GameCube in a special Director's Cut Edition. Sonic Heroes, Sonic Riders, and even Shadow the Hedgehog. Very interesting game. Very interesting all made their way over to the GameCube. But third-party support was back with the GameCube with titles like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. And not even a month into the GameCube's life cycle, Nintendo dropped a game that is still held in high regards today. Yes, that game. Super Smash Bros. Melee. Now, a fun fact about this game, its director, Masahiro Sakurai, never intended for its game to have a competitive scene. Now, since the game's launch, fans have found all types of cool techniques and exploits that are still being uncovered today. And if the straight-up fight mode isn't your speed, you can dive into the game's impromptu story mode and challenges mode that really aid in unlocking even more characters and trophies. And that right there added value to each of the game's modes, which made it more 
enticing to play, rather than attaching a small XP boost to a multiplayer game mode like most games just do today. But how could I talk about the GameCube without talking about Pikmin? This RTS game also released on the same day as Melee, so oftentimes it was greatly overshadowed. And just saying this as a person who really isn't too thrilled about RTS games, normally I sunk a lot of hours into this game, so it's pretty telling how great this game is. Now, a title like F-Zero GX was one of those fever dream titles to me, and it really took what F-Zero X did on the N64 and just really cranked it up to 10. And even to this day, I have yet to beat the campaign because it is genuinely that challenging. The GameCube also did things that most console makers at the time wouldn't, and that is experimenting with all types of way to play games. Whether it be the Game Boy Link cable and that attachment where you can play Game Boy Advance games on your TV, or that weird Donkey Kong Jungle Beats bongo controller. A while back, I did a video on Nintendo remastering some of these aforementioned titles, but one request for a title to be remastered by a commentator was Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door, which is really one of the best RPGs ever made, with all the advancements it made compared to its predecessor. Now, let's pick up some speed here and talk about a game that is in dire need of a remaster or even a re-release, and that's Mario Kart Double Dash. This game really added layers to what was already the hollowed formula for Mario Kart, with its varying class types of riders and drivers, even right down to the carts themselves. Now, while we're on the topic of racers for the GameCube, I wanted to give a quick shout out to Kirby Air Ride, because I have really fond memories playing that open world sandbox party mode, which I believe is called City Trial. Once time is up, players would then go on to have a boss battle or a race minigame that really just was a fun time. What the GameCube did was take the original formula for all the classic Nintendo titles and flip the script on them mechanics-wise and story-wise. A prime example of this is Super Mario Sunshine. It did this to a T when adding in the flood mechanic and the cleanup tasks all around Isle Delfino. At this point in time, I can go on for hours when talking about landmark titles for the GameCube, but I just kind of want to rattle off some titles like Wario World, Star Fox Adventure, Soul Calibur 2, Mario Party 6, The Legend of Zelda, Wind Waker, all stand out when just thinking about this console. But one glaring issue for the GameCube and for a few consoles that followed was the lack of online multiplayer, which consoles like the Xbox at the time were especially diving into. Nintendos themselves felt that online would open up doors that should remain closed. By that, I mean Nintendo had concerns over subscription fees, quality control, and overall having families and kids feel safe on their GameCube at home. Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom, 
and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe bl now this move did alienate a few devs who were expanding in the multiplayer space nintendo was approached to have battlefield 1942 launch as a gamecube exclusive but that was later turned down personally i believe one of the biggest losses nintendo had at that time was the loss of the developer rare rare turned out multiple fps titles platforming titles and a kart racer that lined n64's hall of fame game lineup nintendo was to blame though because at the time they owned 49 percent stake in the company and refused to meet rising development costs which led to the sale of Rare to Microsoft for $375 million, or if we adjust those numbers to today, $500 million. Now, with all this being said, I just missed the days where you pop in a game to your console and it just works. When there wasn't false hope for DLCs, add-ons, or even a battle pass. Games at the time for the GameCube just released and formed core memories for a lot of gamers around the world because those titles were mostly passion projects by their respective devs. Instead of being a quarterly number, most studios just feel obligated to hit. The GameCube was a true gem of a console, and I often find myself plugging it in to this day and playing a few titles just to live out the good old days. But with all that being said, I'm going to pass this question off to you guys. What were some of your fond memories on the GameCube, and what are some of your favorite titles? Y'all know mine. But that about does it here for all things gaming. And what you could do to do the right thing is listen to more episodes of the Get Comfy Podcast, Get Comfy Game Break, and Get Comfy Lowdown every single Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Network. But I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.